What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Unleash Physique Podcast. My name is Matt Spiewak, and I am a nutrition and fitness coach on a mission to help you build and keep muscle for a stronger, happier, and prouder version of yourself. In this episode, I go over what I sometimes refer to as the devil's work, which is that of cardio, but more specifically, how cardio can help you actually build muscle. I know it sounds crazy, and if you don't believe me, then stick around and listen because this could become a game changer for you. Before we get started, guys, if you're listening to this, you know that I don't make any money off this podcast. This is for you guys and you guys only, so if you could leave a review or share this episode, whether you're on iTunes or Spotify, it would mean the world to me. All right, enough talking. Let's get after it. Hopefully you guys got the joke in the beginning when I referred to cardio as the devil's work because like many of you, I understand the benefits of cardio. I know it's great for you. I know it's great for everyone and a lot of people should be doing it if they can, but honestly, I just hate it sometimes. I really, really hate it and I sometimes will just start it. I'll go on a treadmill for five minutes thinking I'm going to be on there for 20 and I get off at about six or seven minutes because I say, you know what? Screw this. This is boring. I think there's a lot of people and how they feel and their relationship with cardio. I think that's kind of where they are and that might be where you are with cardio. So hopefully when we go through this list, this episode today, we can kind of change the way that you have the idea or relationship with cardio because I could come on here and just tell you guys to do cardio, do the benefits and all that, and it might not do anything. The smartest man in the world could come and tell you, hey, you should do cardio, you should do cardio, you should do cardio, you should do cardio. And you still might not do it because you say, screw it, I just don't want to do it. But a lot of times if you can can connect the dots and realize the benefits of doing something that can therefore change or impact your overall goals when it comes to physique, aesthetics, strength, or just building muscle in general, then you have a much better reason to do it. So, Hopefully, by the end of the episode, you will realize how important and how impactful cardio is in comparison to your goals, even if they're not, hey, I want to run a marathon one day, I want to do a triathlon, I'm just going to the gym to get stronger, I'm just, I'm just going to the gym for mental reasons, whatever it is, cardio will have a powerful and positive impact on you. First, I want to go over sort of the time frame or duration of how much cardio is usually recommended for people. This is for the general general population. This is through ACSM, American College of Sports Medicine. This is the certificate of personal training that I got my personal training certificate from. They recommend intensity aerobic, they recommend aerobic activity for a minimum of 30 minutes for five times a week. And that's around just a moderate, moderate intensity or vigorous intensity, which is very, very intense aerobic activity for a minimum of 20 minutes for three times a week. So either moderate five times a week, 30 minutes or vigorous three times a week, 20 minutes. That is the recommended stage. Now, do you have to do that? No, you do not have to do that and to see benefits. We'll get into that later. Let me first explain the benefits of cardio by itself. There's two main things that I like to break it down into. One is going to be just the benefits for cardio with overall health. That's going to be 
part one. Part two is going to be how does it actually affect you if you are trying to build strength, if you're trying to build muscle, if you're squatting, deadlifting, rowing, pressing, doing all that fun stuff in the gym, how is it actually going to help you there? I will get into that in just a second. So when we look at cardio from a health perspective, we have to think, okay, what includes health? Longevity, living a long time, being able to not only live long, but also being able to move when you're older, being able to not uh, require so much assistance when you're 70, 80, 90 years old. Because guys, there's a huge difference between being 80 years old and being healthy and living a normal life and going out of walks and drinking coffee and doing all that stuff. And then there's 80 years old where you are in a retirement home in a community where you need help going to the bathroom each day or even just getting up to do daily, daily functions. There's a big, big difference in that cardio helps you because just the overall benefits of your heart condition is huge. So what it does is when you do cardio, it pumps blood to literally everywhere in the body. And this is a little bit different from when you do lifting. When you lift, you get what is known as the pump. And that's what you guys should be chasing in the gym is the pump. And what the pump is, is that let's say you're doing a lot of bicep curls one day. What happens is you're doing the bicep curls. Your body realizes, wow, the biceps are being worked a lot right now. They need some help. We're going to start pumping a lot of blood, a lot of resources, a lot of nutrients to that muscle specifically. And so that region, that muscle region, in this case, the biceps, gets pumped up with the blood and the blood matrix and you get that feeling. You get that really, really nice, nice, intense feeling of the biceps being pumped. So what cardio does is that, yes, while people say, ah, it just works the legs and all that, you're moving your entire body. Your arms are swinging throughout the whole time. Your legs are moving. You're slightly rotating at the hips each and every uh, step you take. So there's a lot, a lot of moving parts here. This isn't a strict bicep curl where it's really just the arms moving and that's kind of it. So what happens here is that, yeah, the blood is getting pumped everywhere. And that's something that a lot of people lack. And a lot of people don't understand the benefits for because it's really, really good for your body to just continuously get that blood moving, get the blood pumping and all that because of the fact that it's going to be just sending a new blood matrix uh, to all the regions of the body. And that is what keeps uh, you know, your muscles healthy, your muscles stronger. It's what keeps the joints uh, stronger because one of the big things is that when people have low back pain, let's use this for example, when people have low back pain, a lot of the times they like to sit around and they just completely, completely avoid it. And I understand if you have the back pain where I have been in that condition too, guys, uh, just to let you know where I have been immobilized and it's like, I literally cannot move. That is 100%. You cannot physically move. That's fine. But for some people where they have the back pain, they have maybe a nagging injury and they're just scared for it to, you know, creep up and, and jolt on them again. They just decide to not do anything. They're like, I don't want to move it at all. I don't want to do anything. So anytime that someone comes up to me and they're experiencing back pain, the first thing that I do for them is I do, I have them perform cat cows or what some people call cat camels. And what that is, is that you're in a tabletop position. So you're on your hands and knees on the ground. Your back is straight. It is horizontal compared to the ground. And all you do is you arch that back all the way up and then you bring that stomach all the way down, concave and convex. So you, you're essentially flexing and extending that lower back. And all that's doing is it's moving it around. And so what happens when you 
are requiring a muscle to move around. It's got to have some blood in it. So what that does, it allows the blood flow to get going again. And that is going to be the start of the recovery process because it's starting to, you know, allow the joints to get used to it again, allowing the muscle to get stronger again. So that is why cardio is hugely, hugely, hugely important because you're getting blood everywhere. Maybe there are some specific regions of your body that you're not hitting in your workout split. Uh, when you go to the gym and you lift, maybe you're not doing that. This will help hit pretty much every single part of your body when it comes to delivering blood and delivering the nutrients, which guys, all the nutrients that your muscles use, that your joints use, all that stuff, it comes from the blood. The blood delivers it. It's like the mailman. It's delivering out all of the ingredients, all of the matrix uh, to the muscles itself, to the joints itself. So you definitely want increased blood flow, which one of the best ways to do it is either A, getting a pump in a specific area from lifting or doing cardio, running, biking, rowing, doing some sort of sport, anything like that, and that will help deliver blood to literally all parts of the body. Now, I want to go over something that one of my clients texted me last week. So my client, James, is training for powerlifting. He's a bigger dude, and I have him on a program. And at one of his days in his program, he has to do a 3 by 10 three sets of 10 for squats. It, that, I'll admit, that that's a lot of squats. It's only 30 squats at a time, but 10 squats in a row. For a lot of people, that can be very vigorous and very intense, not only for the fact of, while wow, I have to squat 10 times, but for the fact of, I have to brace 10 times, I have to breathe throughout this because the set is going to last around like 20 to 30 seconds. And so this is something that I've experienced and a lot of my clients have experienced this before when I do, I, I program sets of eight or 10 or sometimes even 12 of a specific movement or a heavy movement or intense movement like the squat. What happens is they have to rack the bar and they have to cut it off early, not because they aren't strong enough to do it. I know that they're strong enough and they know that they're strong enough, but they have to rack it because they're like, I'm out of breath. And they end the set and they're on the ground and they're just gasping for air. And I can see their stomach is just going up and down, up and down, up and down because they're just breathing so much. And they're like, <sighs> and all of a sudden the limiting factor now has not become your level of strength or the form or just the fatigue of the muscle itself. The limiting factor now is just your ability to breathe and it's your lack of cardio. And when it, the lack of cardio is starting to have a negative impact on your lifting, on your training for strength, on your training to build muscle, then it really sucks. Straight up sucks, guys, because then all of a sudden you have to realize, wow, I'm screwing, I'm absolutely screwing myself over because now my lack of cardio is now holding me back from building strength. And for some people, and I'll admit it, for most people, this is a somewhat scary thought, or at least it's enough of a reason to get them into the door of doing cardio at least one, two, or three times a week. Just for the fact of, hey, you can't do the workout program that I've given you to build strength, to hit your goals of building muscle and hitting specific numbers when it comes to weightlifting. You can't do that anymore because you're neglecting your cardio. And so what James texted me, the fact that he can now do the three sets of 10 of the squats and he was starting to realize that he was not getting out of breath. 
He was not gasping for all the air in the world anymore. He wasn't cutting his sets off short because he just couldn't breathe. He now could just finish out the 3 by 10 set of the squats and he could finish it out. And so all of a sudden, the limiting factor has gone back to being the strength, which is what we always want, guys. We always want the limiting factor in our exercises to just be our strength and just be our ability to produce enough force to actually move the weight. We don't want limiting factor to be form. We don't want limiting factor to be cardio because if that's what it is, that's what's holding us back and we have to fix that problem first before we can fix the problem of let's just build strength, of let's just build more, more muscle. We can't do that first until we do the limiting factor if it is form, if it is cardio, which by the way, guys, if you want a program such as the one that I gave to James that is tailored and designed for you and your goals, and you want to see the success that James and so many other of my clients are getting, shoot me a DM. I will be more than happy to help you out for free. I send you a form, you fill it out, and I then go and create a four-week program specifically for you. If you want to learn about that more, you can just go on to my Instagram or onto the website. Both links are in the description down below. Real quick, guys, if you are enjoying this episode and appreciate the information and value that I am providing, head on over to YouTube and subscribe to my channel, Unleash Physique. I got an editor and all that fancy stuff now, so it'll be taking off very, very shortly, but I can't do it without you. So thank you in advance, and let's get back to the episode. So the question still remains, how can you start to do cardio so that A, you don't hate it, and B, you stick with it because those are pretty much the two main reasons that people either never start cardio or they start it for maybe a week or two, maybe a month at a time. And then they say, mm, I'm done with this. It's, this is boring. This is boring. This is it. All right. The first thing to start is to not overdo it. This is the same thing I say with lifting with people who are just starting to go and work out and lift for the first time. I say, don't overdo it. Don't go in there five or six days a week. Go in there two or three days a week and start there and then build up. Same thing for cardio, guys. Only start, if it's one day a week, it's one day a week. One, two, I would say three days max is what you should be starting with. It could be anywhere from 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25, 30 minutes. You want to do that? That's fine. Do something that you know you can do, but you won't be dead tired after. Because the big thing that people do is, let's say they do decide, I want to go running on the treadmill or running outside. That's me, my cardio, because you know I'm okay with running. I can do that. All right, great. Good for you. You found it. Let's do it. But then they say, I want to run for 20 minutes. But then they haven't ran in the past year and a half. And so that a 20 minute run for them is a near death experience. And they're dying on the ground afterwards. And then they say, that's it. I'm done. Well, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. You just overdid it on your first freaking day. Don't overdo it. Do something you can handle and then work up from there. If you took the same mindset that you had when it comes to lifting into cardio, you'd be fine. You'd be fine. You don't go into the first day of lifting and say, I'm going to squat 315 for 25 reps because, you know, I think that's going to work for me. When you came in freaking do 135 for five reps, you're screwing yourself over. Start small. Start small. The best thing to do is to go on the run and listen to your body. And as soon as you start to get tired, you're done. You're done. You're not pushing yourself. You're done. As soon as you start to get tired, you're like, all right, I'm really starting to feel it out. You're done. Don't be like, if you, if you set yourself up for 15, 20 minutes, you're like, I got to hit the 15, 20 minutes. No, don't do that. You set yourself up for 15 minutes, but then, you know, minute seven comes around and you're like panting and almost out of breath, cut it short and you're done. And then what you, and then what you do 
is you apply progressive overload to cardio. If you guys haven't picked up on the hint that you apply the same form, the same principles of weightlifting into cardio, pick it up now, guys. Pick it up now. Progressive overload. You're slowly challenging your body. You're giving your body new challenges, a new stimulus so that it can continue to adapt. So maybe you do seven minutes one day of cardio and then you wait five days. And then after five days rest, you do 10 minutes of cardio. Still challenging, but you can handle it. It's not dying. Wait, wait another five days. Then you do 12 minutes. Wait five days. Then you do 15. All of a sudden, 15 minutes sounds pretty good to you. Maybe you add in a second day of cardio. So maybe you're doing cardio every three or four days. Every three or four days now, you're doing cardio for 15 minutes a time. All right, and then you can start bumping that up. Every three or four days, you're doing cardio for 17 minutes at a time. And then it's 18 minutes a time. And it's like, guys, it doesn't have to be crazy. You got to understand what you're training for. If you're training for cardio to help you with your weightlifting, to help you with your strength gains, to help you with your muscle, with building muscle, you got to understand you want that as the priority, not cardio. Cardio is secondary. If you're running a marathon, that's different. But chances are you're listening to this podcast to build muscle and build strength. I do not talk about running marathons. This is what you should do to run a marathon. I don't talk about that. It's about building muscle and building strength because that's what we want to do. So that has to be the priority. Cardio is secondary and it's there to help you with your goals. And here, what I find a lot of times is the byproduct of doing the cardio is going to be the health reasons. It's weird to think that, but for the most people, when we talk about just being healthy and, and doing all the things for health and longevity, it's, it goes in one ear and out the other. And I do the same thing. I do the same thing. There's so many things that I do in my daily life that I probably should or shouldn't do, or I should switch this out for that to be healthier and for longevity. I, I don't do it because if the main reason is just health, I'm like, you know, I'm not in a dire situation. I'm not on my deathbed. I think I'm fine right now. But if I start to compare it, well, hey, if I eat this food, I'm going to be very bloated for when I do squats later today. So you know what? I'm not going to eat this food. The same thing can be applied to the cardio. You know what? I have three sets of 10 coming up here for squats coming up. And I know that it's going to be challenging. So I'm going to start doing a little bit of cardio. I don't want to do it too much so that I am overexhausting my body and I start to overtrain and overwork my body. But I want to just find a little bit so that it can help me with my weightlifting, with building muscle, with building strength. And so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to take it nice and slow. I'm going to start off two days, two days a week running for maybe 10 minutes at a time, which by the way, guys, you don't need to do running. Running is not the only form of cardio out there. Other forms of cardio, rowing. Rowing is a great one, especially if you want to build a back. Rowing is great for that, right? You can straight up do walking walking outside, walking on an incline, on a treadmill, going on a hike, biking. Biking is fantastic. Stairmaster, grow those glutes. Any kind of sport or recreational sports, basketball, football, probably not baseball because you stand around, but all that stuff. Uh, James, my client before, he does rugby. So he's doing rugby like two or three times a week. And so that's really helping him. Do all those things, guys. All the, Boxing. Boxing is a great one. That's the one that a lot of people love. They love doing boxing. All that stuff, guys. You can have so, so many options. The key is you need to find the cardio version that you like the most or, in other sense, the one that you hate the least. 
And if you can find that one and do it and not overdo it in the beginning, then you will stick with it. And you will see the progress come when it comes to weightlifting and building muscle. Guys, thank you for listening to the Unleashed Physique Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Spiewak. If you found this podcast useful or helpful or valuable in any way, I'd ask you to leave a rating down below and share it with your friends or family members or roommates or whoever you think would benefit from this. I'm trying to impact as many people as I can, and I can't do it alone. So in advance, thank you for your support. If you haven't already, make sure to join my free Facebook group. You can either DM me or message or click in the link in the description. Some awesome exclusive content in there that is just for that group along with live training with yours truly once a week going over ways to build muscle and crush your goals. And as always, work smarter, get stronger.